Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. This, this, this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The following program is rated MALSV. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in 3, 2, 1. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Hello? Hello? I just want to make sure that this thing is working. Because last night I was told there was a show that was on that was going to break the internet. So I'm just not sure if things are actually working today. I know it's a little bit earlier than normal, but man, I wasn't sure if the internet was going to work because they were going to be breaking the internet last night. So is it broken? Is this working still? I just don't know. I'm really confused if it's working. Is it? Is it working? I'm just so confused. I guess we should just probably still do a show. Just do it anyways? Yeah. Okay, we're broadcasting live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. 
coming across the multiverse of Safety FM, just in case you did not know that. Anyways, today is Thursday, October the 22nd of 2020, day 296 of the year, in only 70 days left before the end of the shit show. So let's talk about that right away. I am not even sure if this thing is working. Last night, the X Factor of Safety put out a show across the multiverse of the internet, and they said that they were going to break the thing last night. So I'm not even sure if we're actually in contact with anybody on planet Earth currently because of the Internet being broken last night. So if it wasn't broken last night, hopefully we are having a successful broadcast right now. If not, this is just going to be a total waste of time. Some might even look at it as just a total waste of time, regardless of it working or not. Anyway, so how are you? Hopefully you're off to a grand start on this Thursday. Yeah, we are coming to you a little bit earlier than normal. Yeah, that's two days in a row I've done that to you. Hopefully you still love me. You can still love me over that. You can still hate me, too. Some people do that. Um, But anyways, we're coming to you live today from the Safety FM studios, as we did talk about. You can take a listen to us on any kind of platform that is readily available. And I guess there's some more news to talk about that here in the very near future. So as we're talking today, we are coming to you here. And so what we do on this show is we talk about a couple of different things. We talk about the news, we talk about safety, and then we talk safety in the news. So I guess that's kind of how it works. We have some professional broadcasters that come out and about and start talking about the different things that are going on. And then we jump in and have my ridiculousness come in and out and about and have those conversations as well. So there's some interesting stuff that we can do there. And then we can move forward and talk about some other things as we go about here. Anyway, so let's get some of this stuff started as we are talking today in that particular regards. Anyways, first off, let me start off by thanking all the people who did show up to yesterday's Hop 101 class, because that definitely was some fun times. Um, Did enjoy being able to participate in the event and have some conversations on exactly what's going on in the world of human and organizational performance. Always appreciate when the crowds come out and we have some conversations. I will tell you this, though. I did notice there were some shy people inside of the audience, and that's cool. Um, You can log in, still listen, and partake and watch the video and all that stuff, but there were some people that were quiet, and those things happen, but it's cool. Anyways, we'll be having another event here in the very, 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 very near future. So we'll talk about that as that does come close. Anyway, so we start off the show mostly by talking about what's going on with the world of trends. So let's make it no different today. I'm talking about what is currently trending. Paisley and Tuff, two bugs, have been taken out of social media with their impressive herding skills. Despite only being 15 pounds, the pup has a special knack for cattle and goat herding. The pair of pooches were trained by rancher Sarah Jean, 26, and her other herding dog. Dogs at the Silius Valley Ranch Resort in Seneca, Oregon. If you go online right now, there is a plethora, and I did say a plethora of stuff available for you to go take a look at in that particular regards. If you're interested in finding out more about Paisley and Tuff that are out there rocking the world and, you know, doing some interesting things. Anyways, let's get you into some real news stories, starting off with feature story news, and we'll get them rolling right away here. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Ollie Barrett. The US has cleared the sale of nearly $2 billion worth of arms to Taiwan to shore up its defences. It's a move expected to spark anger from Beijing, which has stepped up pressure on the island over the last year. Patrick Fock reports from the Chinese capital. The weapons systems to be sold to Taiwan include sensors, missiles and artillery. 
In a statement, the U.S. said the missiles will help the island meet current and future threats. They're designed to provide all-weather, day and night precision attack capabilities against moving and stationary targets. China earlier this month urged the U.S. to, quote, recognize the serious harm of the U.S. arms sales to Taiwan. It warned that it would make a legitimate response to the situation. Beijing's sent aircraft into Taiwan's airspace and ships near its waters several times in the past year. Last week, it released a video of a military exercise staging an attack on the island. Patrick Falk, Beijing. Barack Obama's launched an attack on U.S. President Donald Trump in his first in-person campaign rally for Democratic presidential candidate Joe Biden. He says President Trump's behavior in office shows he's incapable of taking the job seriously. It comes ahead of the final presidential debate later. Jagruti Dave reports. The presidency doesn't change who you are, it reveals who you are. These are the words of former U.S. President Barack Obama at a drive-in rally in Philadelphia, where he was campaigning for his former vice presidential running mate. In his speech, he took aim at the man who succeeded him at the White House over his tweets, his taxes, and the latest New York Times report that claims President Trump has a Chinese bank account. You think Fox News might have been a little concerned about that? They would have called me Beijing Barry. He also criticised the president's handling of the coronavirus pandemic, arguing that other countries had a better response than the United States. I'm Jagruti Dave in Washington. President Trump used a rally, meanwhile, to mock President Obama for being wrong about the 2016 election and warned voters not to choose a Biden steep depression. Thailand's removed an emergency decree only a week old to ban large gatherings and impose a curfew. Since then, mass protests against the government and the powers of the monarchy have grown in Bangkok. Brexit talks are resuming in London, with the UK claiming the EU's given ground since last week's Leaders' Summit in Brussels. London and Brussels say intensified discussions will continue in the coming days to try and reach a trade deal. Former Cabinet Minister David Meller believes the UK briefly walking away from face-to-face talks has succeeded. That is why... Barnier has come in suggesting both sides have to compromise, but it's more hopeful now than it was a few days ago. They're going to be rushing into negotiations and go through and try and emerge at the end of the tunnel with an agreement. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So always interesting hearing some of the new stuff that's actually going in and around and about. And of course, we are going to be filled up by the swamp in regards to the things that are going on inside of the politics and the the presidential runs and all that kind of fun stuff over the next couple of weeks. We've already been talking about that quite a bit lately, but we'll get into some of that here in a moment. Probably not a lot, but we'll get into some of it. Anyways, let's talk about what's going on inside of the world of the news. Let's talk about the markets because that was kind of some of the highlights of what's going on yesterday. Markets ticked lower on Wednesday. The Dow dropped about 97 points. The Nasdaq fell about 31 points, and the S&P slid about 7 points. Stocks were higher earlier in the day on optimal of the stimulus deal, but sold off as the session continued. Shares of Snap, yeah, I did say Snap, surged more than 35% after an unexpected earning results was published. 
Other companies relying on online advertising are also increased on their news, including Twitter and Alphabet. AstraZeneca sank more than 1% after reports surface of a virus vaccine trial participant dying, although a true cause of death has yet been made public. So there you go. You know, we talk about this that, you know, we're talking about all the time. And I did say, you know, three times there. Uh, We talk about all the time what's going on with the financial world. And we talk about this and then we've been talking about the vaccine. And, you know... As we discuss it more and more, when you do clinical trials, the unfortunate portion is that sometimes they don't all go well. Uh, this be it the case, we don't know if this was due to whatever they were pumping the person full of or if they died of natural causes. And, of course, one can always speculate what goes on there. But, man, you know, it's kind of a weird world that we live in when it comes to certain elements now. Um, do you want to do a trial? Do you not want to do a trial? I mean, it's kind of weird. It's kind of a a strange conversation because you know that there's always a risk. There's always a reward. And then, of course, one can have that conversation that if one person dies, but it saves millions, is it worth it? Of course, I guess it's all in the eye of the beholder, you know, and how that stuff is going to come about. So think about it that way. What do you think when you hear about this? This is what I keep on talking about. I keep on seeing a lot of these um, clinical trials that are available that are open to the public that people can participate in. I just don't know. I don't know if I'm a fan. I don't know if that's something, you know, that the risk is worth the reward. And it all depends on what you're willing to risk and what exactly the reward is. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so are you ready for this one? Get ready. Get set, and let's get moving as I tell you the following information. Hotels.com is offering seven days and for six, hold on, seven nights, stay for six on a private island off the coast of Florida next month. Hold on. Florida. The getaway will cost about $2,000 for the week compared to the normal price of $1,400 per night, according to the website. The deal is only good for one week, November the 14th through the 21st, just in time for Friendsgiving vacay. So think about that for one moment. Hotels.com making this particular offer seven nights for six people on a private island. Now, here's the thing. Seven nights, six people, Hotels.com. Now, is this only one group of six people? Or is it offered to multiple groups of six people? Somebody has to explain that one to me. Because that's the one that I'm not sure of. And then the other question is, would you be willing to come to Florida to actually be able to participate in this particular vacation? I mean, you do watch the news, right? You do listen to what exactly is going on here. Nothing against Florida. I love it. But, you know, there are some cray-crays out there, some crazy things going on. And, you know, um, there's this little pandemic thing going on. So is it worth it? And then that's the other thing. I haven't had the conversation yet because I haven't even made it past Halloween. You haven't made it past Halloween because it just hasn't happened yet. But are you already talking Thanksgiving and what you're going to be doing? Are you going out and about, hanging out, doing some stuff with peeps? Or are you just staying at home? With nobody coming over and only your household. 
You know that it is being encouraged not to go anywhere or do anything. And exactly as we talk about that, is the vacation thing worth its while? And what exactly were you going to be thankful for this Thanksgiving? Think about it that way as we do talk about it here. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're listening to the Rated R Safety Show. More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, one of the world's longest flights will soon be returning to the skies, just in case if you missed this one. Singapore Airlines has been grounded for about eh, months, by, for months of a month of a month by the coronavirus, announced that its nonstop flight from Singapore to New York City will begin again starting November the 9th. The flight from Singapore to Shanghai Airport, or Singapore to Shanghai Airport to John F. Kennedy International Airport lasts about 18 hours and five minutes. The return trip is about 18 hours and 40 minutes. Do they have that keg, that little cocoon thing? Have you got to hang out in one of those? I've been told it's pretty cool. But, of course, that's always business class. I don't know. I always get to interact with people that do Economy Plus. Nothing against it. I guess I need a better writer. When it comes to that kind of stuff, I, and of course, there's always people out there doing the private jet thing, so they probably don't even know what it is because they just have a bed. But man, 18 hours in a plane, that doesn't sound like a fun time, unless it's your own its your own gig. Could you imagine that for a moment? I can't sleep very long at all, so I can't imagine falling asleep, waking up, falling asleep, waking up, and still being in the same place. That would be kind of weird. Anyways, let's talk a little bit more. Netflix added more subscribers in the first three quarters of 2020 than it did all of last year. The streaming giant stated that from January through September of this year, it added 28.1 million paid subscriptions compared to 27.8 million added back in 2019. The boom was no doubt an impact by the coronavirus crisis when millions were forced to stay home. Netflix projects its 6 million new subscribers in the final quarter of this year. So here's the thing. And we're talking about this and we're going to talk about tech giants and booming economy when it comes to some of the digital marketing here. But when these digital markets all of a sudden just have this explosion of things that are actually going on. If and when things go back to normal. How's your trend going to go? How is that thing going to look? Because that's going to be a part of the conversation right away. I mean, when we start talking about trends overall, you have to look at year over year is normally the way that these things go. So by then, what is that new trend going to be? Yeah. 
Yeah, a little Annie Sky action there with some brand new trend. But yeah, you're going to have to think about that as we do move forward and talk about a lot of this weird stuff going on inside of this new world of ours on how these things are going to look. And let's just be realistic. People that are actually going to probably be booming right now are probably going to have a small of a little bit of a high time going forward when it comes to that thing. Because let's talk about it for a moment. Let's say, for instance, you have a total of 34 million. Yeah, I did say million subscribers that end up taking place here. How is that going to work? Because are you? is it sustainable? Sustainability is the name of the game, my friends, as you already know that. Anyways, let's continue forward here. Mouthwash can help battle against the coronavirus, according to a new study of Penn State <laughs> College of Medicine. For the study, researchers looked at ver- various oral and not, and hold on, nasophorical rinses, including baby shampoo, neti pot, Peroxide, what? Peroxide, peroxide sore mouth cleaners and mouthwashes to see how well, how well the inactive human, how well they interacted with human coronavirus. The baby shampoo solution, which is often used to by head and neck doctors to rinse the sinuses. How is that for baby shampoo? This, we're going to have to go into this. Was partially affected by the solution of inactive inactivated greater than 99.9% of human coronavirus after two minutes of contact, according to the study. Man, you're going to have to pull that shit up. The mouthwash and oral rinses were also effective with many inactivating greater than 99.9% of all virus after 30 seconds of contact. While study did not specifically look at SARS-CoV-2, a.k.a. COVID-19, the novel virus is similar to other human coronaviruses, which were tested, leading researchers to hypothesize that the results would be similar. In conclusion, the amount of virus in an infected person's mouth could be reduced by using these common over-the-counter products, ultimately helping reduce the spread of the novel virus. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think when you hear this? I mean, I'm going to tell you, Listerine has probably been marketing this the greatest for the longest time that they kill, what is it, 99.9% of all all germs? I mean, if this study comes to be true, and it's not a hypothesis, and it's not just a data set, what the hell's going to happen here? That's going to be the that's going to be the combo, my friends. That's going to be the conversation. Duh. People are going to be looking at what the hell are we going to do next? That's for sure. So I don't know. What are you thinking And you hear this? Lot to think about. That's for sure. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Bringing you information you never knew you cared about. Rated R Safety Show. A Colorado woman has been charged with two misdemeanors after a deer she raised in her home gored her neighbor. Yeah, I said that. The attack happened last week when the neighbor was out walking her dog. She told the officials that she was surprised to notice the animal following her. And it atta- it attacked it attacked her, knocking her down, trashing her with her ant- with its antlers. The woman was able to get away by ducking in between two cars in her garage. The victim was treated to the hospital for serious cuts to her head, cheeks. 
and legs. Hold on. You, when you go cheek and legs, you have to be very specific here. She also was severely bruised. The deer was euthanized, and the woman who housed it was charged with illegal possession of wildlife and illegal feeding wildlife. The charge is carrying a total $1,098.50. So here we go. 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 Um, Is she going to get sued? I mean, they euthanized the damn thing. It's dead now. And, you know, you have this wildlife illegally. Let's just be real. So what's going to happen now? What's going to take place next? And what is the actual possibility of being sued? A lot of weird stuff. I mean, when it's time to get a, a good a good attorney, I might know one. Trust me, I'm a lawyer. Yeah, I know it's a line that gets a laugh until you've been in a serious auto accident. Then it's not a punchline. It's a lifeline. Because once you've made that call, it's out of your hands. You're all alone, and all you have is your attorney standing by you. Deep down, when everything depends on the energy, experience, and talent of your lawyer, who do you want in the fight of your life? Oh, good old Figer Law. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, Purdue Pharma has agreed to plead guilty to three federal criminal charges as part of a settlement for more than eight billion dollars. There you go. The Oxycontin maker maker is expected to plead guilty on one count of dual object conspiracy for defrauding the u.s and violate the food drug and cosmetic act and two counts of conspiracy to violate the federal anti-kickback stage statue according to the justice department officials a separate criminal investigation into the company's executive and owners is ongoing the center of disease control and prevention reports that the oxycotton is powerful prescription painkiller helped touch Touch off the opioid epidemic and resulted in nearly 450,000 American deaths between 1999 and 2018. I have to tell you, at $8 billion, 450,000 deaths. They're getting off cheap. Let's just be real here. Help touch off the Opioid epidemic that resulted in nearly 450,000 deaths. $8 billion. So you have to say there, is there a value on life? Hello, says LinkedIn user. Sorry, it's not telling me who it is, but I know you're on LinkedIn. But there you go. $8 billion for 450,000 lives. I think that that's a steal and it's a terrible thing to say. But there you go. You can put a value on a life now. By taking a look at it. What are you thinking? I mean, we are talking a total of 19 years as we were having this. And then a separate criminal investigation into the company executive and owners is still ongoing. Criminal investigation. So they are pleading guilty to certain aspects. I mean, it'll be interesting to see. Be interesting to see what exactly happens with the company. And what's going to happen going forward. 450,000 people. Wow, that doesn't sound justifiable of $8 billion. I say break the whole thing. But that's my opinion. Oops. 
What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, a snowstorm in Minnesota dumped a record-breaking amount of snow in the state on Tuesday, knocking out power for thousands and causing hundreds of accidents. The National Weather Service for the Twin Cities said that 7.9 inches of snow fell in Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport breaking the previous record of three inches set back in October of 2016. So there you go. There you, her dog sucks. Yeah, her does her dog does suck if it didn't let her um get attacked by the good old deer there. You're spot on there. Hey, well, look, we're in your neck of the woods here. The National Weather Service in the Twin Cities said that 7.9 inches fell in Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport, breaking the previous record of Three inches in October 2019 or 16. So 7.9 inches. What kind of record is that? I mean, it doubled the thing. Let's get close to triple here as we talk about it. But holy crap, what is going on? And I'm sure that we can have a whole different conversation about climate change, but I don't want it to become political as we talk about it. Um but that's kind of that's kind of a big you know a big change there. 104 years, 7.9 inches was what was dropped on Tuesday, and we're talking back. The record was three inches 104 years ago. Boy, are things changing for sure. As you do take a look at that, I just don't know. Safety never sounded so terrible. Rated R Safety Show. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, here we go. A Utah research and rescue sergeant whose team assisted in the investigation into the the missing hiker in the Zion National Park says the details do not add up. The sergeant said that his team was enlisted to help rangers research or search for Holly that we've been talking about for days, a mom of for California who went missing for, on October the 6th. Since being found on Sunday, Holly told the local news outlet that he has... What? Holly? No, hold on, hold on, hold on. The sergeant told the local news outlet that he has noticed discrepancies and questions that do not add up. Holly was found near the Virgin River with... The sergeant says that if she that if she used that as her water source for 12 days she was missing, there would have been a high probability that she wouldn't have have survived because the water toxic level is cray cray. Also, according to Holly's daughter, claims of her mom hit her head and became disoriented, leading her to getting lost. According to the sergeant, there had been severe there had been severe injury specific measures that would have been taken in this particular case. Lastly, the questioning of her, the decision of making regarding her trip to park. The sergeant said that it seems odd that she wouldn't have tell anybody in her family about the trip, especially since she left in the middle of the night. Boy, does this sound like a movie for sure. That's interesting. We've been talking about this news story for days now. I mean, we did talk about it last week when she was missing, and then we did talk about it when she was found. So now we're kind of in the in the in the change here. We're in the change up for sure. So as you look at it and you go, "What the fuck? What are you going to do going forward?" I mean, there has to be more to the story. I wonder if she did get hit in the head. 
um, because that's going to be a whole other conversation. And of course, the sergeant's already saying that that's not the case. So that's something to, uh, something else to think about as we do talk about it. So, you know, we do talk about Florida, Florida, Florida all the time. So let's talk about it a little bit more because it's an interesting place, when, especially when you get here. A woman in Florida spotted a witch-shaped cloud floating into the sky over Orlando this week. Phyllis Sheridian said that she spotted the spooky cloud while driving to work one morning and sent a picture to her local news station. She told Fox that it was very weird. Hold on. Very weird to see the witch shape over a week before Halloween. You can go to WKMG Orlando. That's WKMG Orlando to check out the photo. And I'll tell you, I have seen the photo. Um... It leaves some to the imagination if you're interested, uh, but it is there, and I don't know. It's just kind of strange. I mean, I guess it's a witch. I don't know. It is definitely something, that's for sure. Let's keep let's think about it that way, as if you go looking for it, because I just don't know. Rated R Safety Show. Sarcastic. Never. Okay, so let's get into a little bit lighter news. Let's talk about some things that are going on inside of the world of show business. Let's talk about it this way. Tiger King star Carol Baskin has come out as a bisexual. The big cat conservatist went public during an online interview, revealing that she has always considered herself open about her choice of partners, even though she has never been, has never had a wife. Okay, so okay. let's get that straight. Uh, Bastion said that she discovered the truth about her sexuality back in 1980s and now feels that she may have been born in the wrong body because she was also such a tomboy when she was younger and likes to peg men. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, let's continue down the path here. AARP, American Association of Retired Persons, has announced that Glenn Close will be the first to receive the honorary Purpose Prize Award during the virtual ceremony on December the 3rd. The Oscar-winning actress will be recognized for her work with Bring Changed to mind, an organization that strives at the end of the stigma of discrimination surrounding mental illness. Five individuals will be awarded the AARP Purpose Prize, which honors people 50 and older who tap into the power of life. <laughs> so there you go. That will be actually taking place on December the 3rd. Yeah, I got a little carried away with the microphone there. Uh, so anyways, that's going on right away. Um, if you're interested in that on December the 3rd with the AARP. Yeah, hopefully, you know, you got it. Anyways, let's talk about some good nature. Good nature. I'm sure you agreed with that the pandemic has turned out. A lot of us into binge watchers, that's for sure, because you have to think about it in that way. But maybe you're sick and tired of sitting in front of the TV. Yeah, that's a thought. So think about it. Of start starting another series that just will make you want to go buy a treadmill instead. Well, the British researchers say that they may be, well, a way to cure your boredom and get you back in touch with nature without ever having to leave the couch. 
It's a nature show, that's for sure. They took 96 board volunteers and showed them scenes of underwater underwater coral reefs. Participants watched the scenes either on television or using virtual reality headsets. The results shows both formats minimized feelings of sadness and significantly reduced boredom in every participant. With so many people working from home these days, study authors say that the shows that viewing nature programs could have a positive therapeutic effect on you thank god thank god they found a way to do this without having to do any kind of extreme exercise like using equipment or shredder going outside can't imagine that i'm so bored but i'm not that bored i don't know if i'm gonna be watching that (laughs) uh is that the way everybody's baking these days too I think that might be the case. Maybe I just say that I'm baking because I'm watching some dumbass baking show that's going on. And I say, hey, yeah, I was baking all day because I was watching you do it. Yeah, maybe that cup cor- that what is that cupcake war show? Maybe that's the way to go. I don't know. Anyways, let's see. Willing Good Idea, the Hungarian restaurant hit by the plunge in business after the foreign tourist vanished and has found a new way to generate customer turnover. And I mean literally. Michelin starred... Costas was generating about 10% of pre-lockdown business when owner Carolee Janetadai came up with the idea of the Skyline Dining event on the nearby Budapest I Ferris wheel as a way to generate sales in a corona-proof environment. Tickets for the novel dining experience cost up to $154.40 each for four-course meal and sold out within days. The owner notes that the opportunity for diners to separate from other guests while enjoying the landmark attractions, which also experienced a drop in patrons. There are also plans to repeat the event when warmer weather arrives in springs and after they had the chance to clean up from the last time. (laughs) Oh, can't they do anything that goes merry-go-round for those of us who are deadly afraid of them? Uh Uh-huh. I mean those of us who have children. And, of course, I've been stuck at the top when I need to go to the bathroom. So I don't know that this is actually something that's going to get me very excited to do. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Yeah, you know how it goes. You finish a show on Netflix and it takes a final scroll through your social media feeds and then you head to bed. Problem is, you can't seem to drift off. Yeah, you just kind of stay awake there. And when your alarm goes off in the morning, it feels like you had just fallen asleep. Yeah, that happens more often than what I would like to admit. But for many of us, our busy lives and our use of electronics have put the natural sleep-wake cycle out of whack. But help might be on the way. U.S. company 2O, T-U-O, 2O, has created an LED bulb that they say uses different types of lights to either wake up or wind down your body clock. Users connect a $59 smart bulb with the app and set up the suit to schedule their sleep preference. The bulb creates lighting schedules and runs through three modes each day, wake, active, calm, plus a regular setting. Each setting appears at a normal white light, while Sicodian lights aren't a new idea. Tuo says that most are based on blue light, 
But the, the bulb focuses on changes in light colors. For instance, the morning 2.0 bulbs mimics the light pulses from the sunrise to help you wake up. Science never ceases to amaze me. In 10 years, we're gone from, well, 59-cent bulbs to $59 bulbs. That's, that's something there. That's for sure. And okay, I've never thought that I'd be saying this, but I'm officially a science denier. I don't want to pay $59 for a bulb. <laughs> and then if it, it can it do anything about my neighbors fall asleep when they're having an all-night party? Because that's the, always the other thing. You know, when my neighbors are out there partying, I want to fall asleep. Can the bulb help me with that? The problem that I run into, and I'm going to tell you with my experience here of being a professional non-sleeper. I don't have a normal sleep schedule, so I couldn't set a bulb to tell me, okay, I'm going to wake up at 8 a.m. and I'm going to fall asleep at 10 o'clock at night. It would never work in my world. I go to sleep when I'm tired. It'd be at the middle of the day. It'd be at the middle of the night. It'd be at the middle of whatever. That's when I go to sleep. And then I wake up when I'm not tired, and then I move forward. Sometimes there's days that go by that I don't sleep, and then I just have that crash moment where everything just kind of goes out and about and there's just no way that you're going to keep me awake regardless of who you are and what you're doing yeah take it with that one that's for sure oops what did he just say we at safety fm don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests now back to real safety talk on safety fm Listen to our host of the Rated R Safety Show. Self-implode on our airwaves, only on Safety FM. So I have to tell you, last week I skipped this section. Some people got upset about it and actually contacted me about it. So I always want to deliver to you. Hold on. To you. So let's do it this way. Funny tweets of the week from women. So let's talk about it real quick. A spelling bee judge. Your word is Steve. Starbucks barista. Oh, no. Let's continue. Interview with the vampire would be much more compelling if the vampire was actually just interviewing for a job at Old Navy. Dolly Parton has been married for about 54 years and has never seen her husband not one time. Goals. Leaves my phone at home. Is it camping? Am I camping? I'm not a chef. Boy, our D day is getting tiring and harder to get through. Next one. I'm my own worst critic, but I'm also everybody else's worst critic. Basically, I'm just a huge bitch. So there you go. There's some stuff there. You see, I don't read that stuff. Because I don't find it very good. I think it's kind of crappy. Anyways, that's just my opinion. Anyways, let's talk about Did You Know, a production crew working on the latest James Bond film. This one's pretty interesting. Filmed used about 8,400 gallons of Coke. Yeah, 8,400 gallons of Coke to make the streets easier to perform on. Stunt coordinator spent about... 55,000 euros or $71,000 on the drink and splashed it around the whole town of Matera, Italy, before shooting the motorbike scene, which saw the stunt double jump over a 60-foot wall. Why Coca-Cola was used to leave the sticky residue on cobbles, allowing the bike to grip probably um, properly in when it people were able to land better. 
I personally would have said probably don't use Coca-Cola, nothing against the Coke company, but I would have probably said use the special edition Pepsi-Cola by Lana Del Rey. Oops, what did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's jump back and forth and things that are going on with the world here. Let's talk about the world of the swamp. And boy, are we going to tread some lightness here. The majority of voters now supported Amy Coney Barrett confirmation, according to the Morning Consult political poll. Support among Democrats nearly doubled since last September when only 14% of the supporters confirmation. Now 32% do. Republican support has increased by 71 to 79 over the same period. Overall, 51% of voters approve the pick and 28 do not. The Senate Judiciary Committee is expected to vote today, setting up the final vote in the Senate next week. Democrats have announced that they'll boycott the vote because rules require bipartisan Quorum, but it won't be. It won't do anything. Republicans can override the bipartisan quorum rule if all members are present and vote the same way. So that'll be kind of interesting. Be interesting to see what happens. You know, we're in that season. It is the season, and those are the things that happen during this time frame. That's for sure. Anyway, so if you did not know this, let's talk about it real quick. Tonight, 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 tonight. Yeah, tonight, the second and final debate between President Trump and Joe Biden. The commission of the presidential debates is clarifying the microphone management policy. A backstage check will control the microphones so that each candidate has the ability to make an uninterrupted two-minute statement in response to the initial question. After that, it's at least in theory, it's gloves off. The total not the total not biased and completely honest and fair moderated will have no control over the mics. Yeah, you know, that I don't care who I read stuff about. They always say that the moderators are, are rigged, regardless. I have to tell you, I'm still a big, a big fan of the idea of having Joe Rogan moderate one of these things. I think it would be awesome. I would love it. They could even make it a pay-per-view. I'm there. I'm definitely there to actually watch it. My whole concern about tonight and these evening's events, I watch from time to time a lot of professional wrestling. And I'm just waiting for some jackass to run out and try to grab the other microphone. I just realistically think that that's on. It could happen. A lot of craziness does happen inside of this world of politics. So as we know, that could be there. Anyways, a lot of weird stuff going on inside of the world here of politics. So instead of going down these deep, dark rabbit holes of it, we're just going to say this. November the 3rd is around the corner. Just in case you did not realize that early voting is in effect in some states and you can go and vote. If you have the opportunity to do so, I encourage you strongly to go do that. If you don't like the guy who's the current president, vote for the other guy. If you like the guy that's the current president, vote for that guy. The whole important part is not who's so much who you vote for. It's that you just vote. Think about it. People lost their lives to make sure that you have freedom in this country for you to have the right to vote. So, please, I'm going to ask you, just do that. Go vote. 
I'll tell you, there's people in the military that fight day in and day out to make sure you have that right. Just go and vote. Vote for who you consider is the correct candidate. If it's the current president, go. If it's the guy that's running in the, in the Democratic Party, go. There are other people on the ticket, too, just in case, because I know some people say that I don't mention that. But there are other people on that ticket. Vote for who is closest aligned to what you want to see or what you already are seeing. That's the game. That's it. The Electoral College, it was going to be what plays the factor. Um, it's not the majority vote. Let's just be realistic. So the Electoral College plays a factor to where you're at. So the question is going to be 270. Who's going to get there first? Who's going to get there first? Who's going to have the 270? Is it going to be 270? And then the other thing is, are we going to really know this stuff on November the 3rd? Or is it going to be the 4th? Or is it going to be the 5th? Or are we looking back to the Gore-Bush days? Where it was weeks before we knew anything. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue talking about some different things. But just one more thing. Make sure you vote. Anyways, let's talk about the lottery. No winner for Tuesday night. Just make a million drawing. Friday's drawing will be for $97 million jackpot or a $75.1 million cash payout. Cash payout. So there you go. Some opportunities and chances there if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Anyways, so there you go. There you go. There you go. Um, ba 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 some stuff here, some stuff there, some stuff everywhere. Let's talk about the world of sports. The Miami Dolphins have named Tua Tagovailoa as their new starter. The number five overall pick will make his first start as quarterback on November the 1st against the Los Angeles Rams at Hard Rock Stadium, according to ESPN. Tua will be become the third of four rookies first-round QBs to start in their retrospective teams. Meanwhile, quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick will be riding the pine. So there you go. Some interesting stuff going on inside of the world of sports. Anyways, let's talk about some, some birthdays that are going on today, if you're interested in this. Zach Hansen, drummer for Hansen. Yeah, that, that band. You ready for this? I think he was the youngest. Turns 35 today. Shaggy, yeah, reggae singer, turns 52. Jeff Goldblum turns 68. Tony Roberts from Annie Hall turns 81. Ready for this? Christopher Lloyd, Back to the Future, 82. So there you go. A lot of stuff going on there in that side of the woods. And let's talk about some other stuff going on real quick. Back on this day, there's a couple ones that I would like to touch on if you don't mind. So here we go. JFK announced back in 1962, announced to the nation the discovery of Soviet missiles across Cuba capable of attacking the United States. The strategy of moving forward would be quarantine Cuba, block any more shipments from the USSR. The announcement came one week after the analyst first discovered the weapons from the spy plane imagery. For the next six days, May feared the outbreak of a nuclear war. So that happened back in 1962. Then in 1981, on this date, a sugar substitute, a 
is approved by the FDA. It was discovered as an artificial sweetener back in 1965 while being used in a ulcer drug. One researcher found that it was very sweet 200 more times than sugar by certain measurement. It also had fewer calories than sugar and was marketed as such. But the objection arose back in 1974 across over, excuse me, over the next seven years as it was further studied and improved for the use and quickly found that it was way on to restaurant tables plus the development of candy, cereal, coffee, pudding, gum, and any other sweet food you can think of. That was back in 1981. A lot of interesting things there for sure going on as we talk about it. So there you go. That's what's going on in that side of the woods. Anyways, I haven't told you today about my friends. So let's talk about some of my friends real quick because I don't want to get too far into it. But are you suffering of depression? Are you suffering and thinking of suicidal thoughts? Well, there's a phone number you can call. There's some people that you can talk to to see exactly what's going on. You can call my friends at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're available at 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. That's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. They're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week readily available for you to have the conversation. Now, if you don't want to do the phone call and you'd rather do the message box type of thing, unfortunately, that particular phone number does not receive text messages currently, but that is subject to change here in the near future. But you can go to their website at suicidepreventionlifeline.org. That's suicidepreventionlifeline.org. And there's a chat box right inside of there. And you can talk and have the little messaging things and go from there. So that's something that you can do if you're interested in doing so. Also, if you've ever wondered what happens after an Amber Alert, well, missingkids.org is where you can find out some more information. Currently, you can actually go onto the website and see what kids are missing inside of your general area or across the nation. So that's something that's readily available for you. Missingkids.org is a great organization that helps out the web and the community and so on. Currently, they're unable to take on new volunteers to help out, but they're always looking for people to actually come in and help out from the standpoint of where they're actually can help financially. So if you're able to do so, Please do so during these very interesting times because that's what exactly is going on. Anyways, let me talk to you about a little bit other things that are going on inside of the world here. You know, we can't leave the day without talking about some wacky facts. So let's talk about those real quick. Study found that about 70% of pet owners signed their pet's name on a greeting card. Yeah, a good pitcher can make, make a baseball curve as much as 17 and a half inches or about 44 and a half centimeters from a straight path. Researchers show that if you touch an item in a store, you're more likely to buy it. Talk about displays. The medieval times, the average person met about 100 people in their lifetime. Wow, in their lifetime? There is one strand of corn silk for each kernel on an ear of corn. Think about that for a moment. The first archaeological evidence of soup dates back to 6000 BC. The main ingredient. You ready? You ready for this? This is going to be one of those weird things. Hippopotamus. So there you go. A lot of things to think about as we do talk about Duh. this here today. 
We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. <laughs> he is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so let's give you some fake lawyer facts. I'm sure my lawyer is going to love this one. So here's this shit. I really love that guy. I really do. I love you. We haven't spoken. Well, we spoke earlier, but we need to speak again because of all the stuff that we discovered earlier. But let's talk soon. Let's talk soon. The Bar Association is actually like a drinking club. <laughs> a defendant is presumed innocent until pronounced broke. Most of, of them named their daughter Sue. If you and 10 of your friends want to sue someone, you'll get a group discount. If you ask about the pro bono, they'll usually say, I hope you find what you've been looking for. Or they will say, ah, I'm more of a sheer fan. They don't judge. Lawyered up in real term. Since the invention of Siri, there's no long, we are no longer required. My cousin Vinny is based on a true story. They're worth every cent. The word attorney is an anagram for you rotten. Hold on, but it's true. Okay, that's all, all kind of fun and games until we get to this part, of course. Anyways, let's talk about some BS that's going on out there. Kim Kardashian turned 40 yesterday. Time for cake. Has anyone seen the knife? Oh, they gave it to dad. A COVID-19 mask that smells like bacon is on sale by Hormel Foods. This has already been that. It's called the face mask worn by any cook at Denny's. I just read that Dennis Rodman's father has about 29 children with 16 different women. Who knew Rodman's father also played in the NBA? In the red light district of Tokyo, there's a new adult theme park with strippers and porn stars that it's open. It's the only theme park where you have to <laughs> where you have to pat down security, but real slow this time. Uh, a UK man who had sex with chickens in a basement while his wife filmed it has been jailed for three years. I didn't know chicken porn was a thing. I think they call that genre. Hentel. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, so if a couple things, if you need these for today, if you're looking for doing something here pretty interesting, on your next phone call, when you pick it up, say this. What was your very first Halloween costume? Now we'll get the conversation started. If you need a random joke for today, try this one out. I put on my I put my grandma on speed dial the other day. I call it Instagram. Oh, if you need a question to be hanging out around the water cooler today inside of that little room, go ahead and do this. A study of random acts of kindness found that this is the most common one. What is it? Letting someone in front of you in line. That's what it is. So there you go. A lot of interesting stuff going on there. Anyways, let me tell you a couple things real quick. I just want to make sure that we're clear real quick. Um, we have a community that we have going on right now that we've been advertising, talking about, and promoting. And we're calling it the Pay It Forward community. And what this community consists of is actually being able to pay it forward to different people, to different things, and so on. So let me explain what I mean there. So what we are doing right now is we're actually reaching out to people to provide classes, knowledge, whatever they have, and we're putting it onto this website. 
they're supporting the project. They're giving away services and items for free. We're not asking for money. We're just asking mostly for services. Some people are doing items. We want the learners or people that are could use or benefit from this to go to the website and request these items. Now, what we have learned over the last little bit as we started promoting this is there's some timidness when it comes to this. And that's not what we want to occur. We want you to be able to go out there. Nobody's looking at anything. Everybody's just going, hey, go in there, get it. It's not, And it's not like we're saying we know or anything along those lines. So I just want to make sure that we're able to be extremely clear when it comes to that. We want you to go to the learninghubcommunity.com. That's learninghubcommunity.com to learn more about our pay it forward community. Nothing tags you if you get anything that's pay it forward. Nothing tags you. The only thing that we ask you to do is that if you receive a service as the pay it forward community, is for you to at some point, it doesn't have to be today, it doesn't have to be tomorrow, is to pay it forward. There should never be a limitation on knowledge because of financial impact. We should not say only these people can qualify on gaining this knowledge base because there's some kind of financial tie-in to it. It should always be open. I shouldn't tell you, for you to learn this new knowledge, you have to pay for the ticket to my event. You have to fly. You have to pay for a hotel. No. Yeah, we're in some weird times right now with COVID and the pandemic. But by no means, even when things get back to normal, if they ever do, should there be a limitation because of finances? That's not the game. The game is to make people gain knowledge and be able to change things and not have these weird restrictions on stuff because finance sets people back. So just want you to think about that. Would love for you to join the community if you're interested in doing so. Anyways, let's give you this one for the last portion of the day. If you want to think about something, think about this. You've got to get up every morning with determination. And if you're, if you're going to go to bed, with satisfaction. Determine what you want your day to be. For that way, when you go to bed, you'll be satisfied with your actions of throughout the day. I'm not taking any kind of weird turn with that, just in case. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. And that is the listener. You've been listening to the Rated R Safety Show exclusively here on Safety FM. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. Thank you for jumping on with me on this early edition of the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You definitely know who I am sometimes. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. You're still here. Bye.
Have fun. Have a good day. Do something fun. Do something exciting today. Do something to help make this place magnificent. Have a good one.